Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All hail President Diogo Jota. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Gang and Press, part of the 90 Min Podcast Network. My name is Andrew Headspeeth and over the next 20 minutes or so we're talking all things Liverpool. What a week it's been. And with me, as always, is my toppest of top reds. It's Mr Alex Purdy. What a night. Mr Purdy, how are you, sir? Oh, over the moon. Mate, we're, we're doing just fine without Big Verge, aren't we? Even better, uh, some would say. Virgil, Virgil who? I exactly. Mean, no, don't say that. I still love him. <laughs> uh, yes, but what's it now? It's three clean sheets, won all five games without him, just two goals conceded. I mean, what were you worried about? Don't get him. Sell him. Yeah, he's past it. Exactly. Uh, anyway, let's get let's get straight into it. Uh, Atalanta zero, Liverpool five. Uh, Jurgen Klopp has had some some difficulties in. Italy in the past, I saw his record before the game wasn't that convincing. Atlanta, obviously one of the best teams in Europe this year, really. They did well in the Champions League last season. They were one of the top scorers in, in Serie A. Uh, but they looked absolutely dreadful against Liverpool. Well, yesterday. that's probably our doing more than their I think doing. it is. But, but it was one of those games where they started off so open and so attacking with their wing back so high, like I know they like to play. Um, but it just looked suicidal from the beginning, but so much so where it looked like it was going to be a trap where I was thinking like, okay, we're going to get caught out here somehow yeah. or there's some sort of plan coming <laughs> and it just never came. And even and then at halftime when it was 2-0 and I thought, mm, this could be slightly tricky if they get one back after halftime. And no, just immediately go and score two more and then three more. Uh, incredible, incredible. Um, what, what were your initial thoughts from that performance? Where did that come from? Well, I mean, we've yeah. seen a couple of... <laughs> just came out of nowhere, didn't it? Like we've been we've been playing slow and sloppy since maybe the Everton game, but we drew that, so maybe even take it back to the Arsenal game in September when we beat them three one. That's the last time I remember us playing well. Yeah, when we have been winning it's it's sort of grinding out results like we saw at the start of last season as well, just getting the coming actually coming from behind the last couple of games to eke out a win, but it was much more like the Liverpool that we think of really under that, the that was years. us at our best. It, it had shades of the Roma five two uh, a couple of seasons ago um, yes. when we not, not went the second leg of that. No, no. Well, <laughs> let's not talk about that. But yeah, we, like everything was just going exactly to plan. And Jota running through in like the second minute straight away was a sign of things to come, uh, oh which God. I didn't think was at, you know five nil was just unpredictable. I thought. As you said, it was like, uh, they'll probably catch us out here or there, probably be a 4-3 to someone, who knows. But mm. all over them for the whole game. And the thing was, this is again, uh, it just shows how essential Alisson is in that team because there were a couple of times when Atlanta did get in behind. In the first half, he made uh, two decent saves and then I think there was another one as well in the second half. And you just think, OK, if Liverpool don't put one or two of those chances away and maybe if... if uh, 
if we have a different goalkeeper in there, that that might not be five nil. It might be you know two all or something like that. Yeah, so yeah. it just shows the difference that he makes as well as that platform to build from. Well, I was thinking uh, last night, does this solidify him as our sort of most important player? Because I always thought it was Virgil. Um, whether that's because he's so good or it's the golfing class between Adrian and him, and then the other centre backs and Verge. But you know, yeah. without him, we look half the team. I think so, and he just instills that that confidence as well in the back line. And uh, I was going to get onto this a bit later, but that back four did so well last, last night. I know that it wasn't it wasn't probably the sternest test for them, but it was again another another big Champions League fixture which they came through. And as I said before, it's just two goals conceded since since Van Dijk has been out, three clean sheets, and. Um, yeah, so the four of them don't want to get too Brexit about this, but all British, uh, and oh, I think it's a total, a total cost of what Robinson was eight million, Gomez was about three, Williams and, and Trent obviously three. So it's eleven yeah. million for those four players <laughs> to play in a Champions League uh, game, winning five 0 like that is absolutely absolutely incredible. But yeah, Alison, it just you can hear him as well on the, but on the stream that I had was there was no no the sound effects and stuff, so you can hear him like directing and giving orders, and really he's the leader now in that in that back line, which is really impressive to, to see firsthand. So good. And it's, it's good that we can like rotate youngsters as well, like Nat Phillips at the weekend, Reese Williams in the Champions League. It's I like, know. suddenly... <laughs> we don't actually need to buy a fourth choice centre-back, as I've been calling for the entire time we've been, <laughs> been doing this podcast. What do I know? Stick, uh, stick them in. Suddenly we've got options now. We've got, yeah. we've got a choice between either Reese Williams or, or Nat Phillips. Um, it's fun now to have one as a Champions League player and one as a Premier League player. I mean, <laughs> incredible. Uh, but yeah, on, on Reese Williams, 19 years old, it's already his third Champions League uh, appearance. This time last year, I looked it up, I think it was uh, uh, 31st of October last year, he got his nose broken playing away at Darlington. And now, oh. just over one year on, he just got a, a clean sheet away in the Champions League and a 5-0 win over Atlanta. So it's just an incredible, incredible year for him to go from the sixth, sixth tier of English football to, to, <laughs> to a top clean tip. sheet away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clean sheet away at the, like, one of the top scorers in Europe. Do you Fantastic think he stuff. is he a long-term option, though, or is this, he's just filling a spot? Or will he you know grow into this starting eleven at some point? Um, I don't know. I'd like to say that he can be a long-term option maybe um maybe he'll need like a loan out in a few more years to get there but players like him they become uh they get they live or die by the circumstances that they're in really and there are so many players that you see they don't get the chance and then they just fade away and nothing happens but often players when you when you give them that opportunity to impress and they take it and then they can grow from there and i think he is really taking it at the moment and we'll see over the next few weeks whether like really we're joking about it, but really whether he and Phillips can like establish himself enough, the Liverpool think okay we don't actually need to we don't need to spend money, and it is the perfect yeah. environment for him. It's unfortunate obviously that um, there have been so many injuries and because of the crisis it's it's harder to spend to spend money, but he's got that like ridiculous cocktail of of circumstances that maybe nobody thought would happen, but now he's got it. So yeah, I doubt he the, thought it would happen. Um, he didn't look phased by it at all. And just thinking about it now, playing those three Champions League games probably bumps his price tag up to about 10 mil already. So even if he yeah, doesn't reckon... make it with us, he, he, he'll get a move just from three games. 
Yeah, we're watching it thinking, great, he's going to be a long-term player for us. Michael Edwards is watching that going, yeah, yeah that's, uh, nice. that's another 20 minutes <laughs> in the bank. Well, we sold Kiana Hoover, I hope I said that right, probably didn't, for 12 mil Who to cares? Wolves, and he's Fair hardly enough. played. And here's Reese Williams playing in the Champions League, so 30 mil, I reckon. Uh, incredible, yeah. Um, both he and uh, Phillips, good thing about them is they look quite good aerially as well. They're both, like, obviously tall um, centre-backs as well. And that's something that we've struggled with a little bit when, when Van Dijk hasn't been there because he's always the one winning the, the headers. I think I saw a stat saying like how Liverpool were pretty much the best team in the league for aerial duels one last season with Van Dijk. And then without him, it was something like we be suddenly became the second or third worst in the league. So oh, is it that big of a drop? I think it is, it's, it's something absolutely insane. I've, I haven't got the stat to hand, <laughs> yeah. but it was something like that. So that will be an area in which it becomes more apparent because obviously Atlanta aren't going to be a team that are hoofing it in the air. Uh, so it, yeah, so we'll see how that. Yeah. By the way, how out. short is Gomez? Like, actually, what? How tall is he? Because he looked tiny. Like... Yeah, but that's the thing. I think he's about six two. But the, the, sorry, the reason he's... <laughs> I think he genuinely is. But I think it's just no, no. no I meant the Atalanta one, Papu Gomez. Oh, Papu Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like five five or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, but I was... I thought you meant Joe Gomez standing uh, yeah, next yeah. to Reese Williams, who was about six five or six six. Uh, yeah. The baby Van Dyke, as you've coined. Yeah, baby Van Dyke. Uh, people, are, people are saying it. People are saying it's it. trending, mate. Well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yes. So uh, we started from the back there. Obviously, a very impressive defensive performance. But I mean, we can't really go any further into this pod without talking about uh, the man of the moment. It is Diogo Jota. Um, how many goals is that for him now? Seven goals, I want to say. Uh, seven in seven. Seven in ten. Seven in ten. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I think I saw the stat that it's now the most goals after 10 games uh, since uh, Robbie Fowler uh, in 1993 for a Liverpool player in their first 10 games. So it's... Jesus. It's and very incredible He's hardly stuff. started either. Half of those have been off the bench, haven't they? Yeah, I think it's, it averages a goal just over every 70 minutes. So, I mean, <laughs> keep it up. Stat. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, is crazy. Um, just how, how good was he for you? And is he now... Is he now, like, a starter? In well, I'd have to say, this season, if you were to end it now and give player of the season, he gets it, for Liverpool at least. Probably is our oh, player the, of the season. For the league. Yeah, the world, Ballon d'Or. Jota for Ballon d'Or. <laughs> yeah, bring um, back the Ballon d'Or yeah, for 2020. Oh, what a shame, because he's definitely shooing. Um, but honestly, he probably is our best player at the moment. Uh, which is crazy, because he came in as a backup, and we were all saying, or at least I was thinking... 40 mil for a backup is pretty insane, but trusting Klopp, whatever. And he's basically taken Firmino's position for me for for a while. Firmino's going to struggle to get in now, which is mm. not a, it's a good problem to have. But... Yeah, so after the game as well, Klopp saying exactly that, that um, it wasn't really, it wasn't a headache for him because he likes to have these options. And I think, I think that probably is, I mean, everyone's talked about this many times, but it is a thing that Liverpool have struggled with a little bit in recent years is having that front three, but not really having the player to bring on in that, in that position. You can obviously talk about Origi and Shaqiri maybe when they're fit, but then they're, they're always going to be secondary players. Yeah, they were never like going to break into the first team, were they? No. I didn't so think Jota was, like... and here we are. Yeah, to make this kind of impact so quickly. Um, I mean, he was the match winner against West Ham. Uh, he scored big goals against um, like Sheffield as well. Sheffield, Midland as well. And now, <laughs> like, just dominating against Atalanta. I mean, 
the confidence as well, like the, the quality of the goals that he scored. They I were all remember. incredible. What a hat trick yeah. like, for a Champions hat-trick. League hat trick. That's insane. If Ronaldo yeah. does that, you you know, Twitter goes into meltdown. I mean, Liverpool uh, Twitter did, but um, <laughs> yeah, the rest I was going to say, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like briefly dominating my, my Twitter feed above the American election. That's how good it was. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like to have that presence of mind just to go for the dink first time and then the touch and smash for the second one and then just, the, yeah, the confidence oh. to go past, well, got a bit of luck with the third one, but keeping his composure for the third goal as well. I can't remember a Liverpool hat-trick that was as, like, as good as that. So, Luis Suarez, Norwich. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably have to go back as far as that. Um, so yeah, that's what we're saying. We're saying Jota is as good as Suarez. <laughs> no, but it, um, it's literally the exact same as signing Mane uh, a few few years ago. Comes from a sort of mid-table Premier League club. He looks decent for them. And then mm-hmm. comes to Liverpool and just absolutely tears it up. So if he carries on in the same vein as Mane did, oh my God. Like, we're going to win everything forever. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, Liverpool just have this this way, and I guess it is with the, the approach they have with signings, of, of just finding these players that have obviously played well in their teams but have that ability to, to step up and to improve with the level that they go up as well. And it's just, it's been fantastic. It's just so nice, isn't it, to have a recruitment team that you trust and every time there's a signing, you don't really have to question it. You're just like, yeah, that'll, that'll work out. Um... So Liverpool now top of the group, three wins out of three. Uh, is that it now? Is that done? Are we through? Can we just you know play the kids yeah. for the rest of the games? Or Ash, who's who's second? Are Ajax on? What are they on? Seven points. What happened uh, to them last night? I'm assuming no, Ajax. Ajax won last night, but that puts them on four points. They've won one, drawn one, lost one. And Atalanta so on Ajax four and Atalanta as well. both got four. Oh yeah, yeah f- flying sure kids. Yeah. It, yeah, Liverpool haven't even conceded yet, and it's yeah, it's got eight goals, four zero against nine points out of nine. I mean, apart from last night, it's been uh, not really the best of Liverpool that we've seen, but it's just been it's been comfortable. Uh, you would say that they've still got to obviously got to play uh, well, Atlanta, Ajax at home, and then uh, Midland away. So we could literally get... win every game and not concede a goal. Mm. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, judged on the way we played against against uh, like Ajax, particularly, and still getting the result was was quite impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I don't know what to say about it. It's just been it's just been ridiculously comfortable. Normally, the way Liverpool start in the Champions League is to is to not do that well. We have to lose the away games and still go yeah. through. But to like put in this level of performance is it's almost it's too encouraging. Really, I'm a bit I'm a bit scared. Are we are we favourites for the Champions League? Dare I say? Well, um, I think Bayern are obviously going to be incredibly strong again. Um, but other than that, like you see, every team has got their problems. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in Europe right now, uh, like Real Madrid, Barcelona, City. None of them look particularly convincing. Yeah, I can't. It's just us and Bayern, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Juventus, Chelsea, really... no, Chelsea. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, if you were doing it, if you if you were a bookmaker, you would have Liverpool up there with Bayern with me as one of the one of the big two in that. I don't know um, if I would have said right. that at the start of this season. No, considering but... we crashed out last year, obviously that was one person's fault in particular. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, defense 
will be like the the issue that comes up once we get maybe further into the into the knockout stages how they cope without without van dyke there or if Fabinho but we are back. coping without van dyke so <laughs> it's true but i mean he's holding I don't know when that changes once we <laughs> yeah <laughs> once that if that changes if you're putting reese williams up against mbappe or cristiano ronaldo or you know luis suarez good but point. we will see yeah we will see um okay so next up then on sunday uh sunday afternoon kickoff is the big one away at manchester city couldn't be better form going into this game we'll do a quick preview of that after the break okay so Purs man city on sunday how confident are you going into this game. Were you confident before last night? Are you more confident now? What are your thoughts? Uh, I was confident after, uh, before last night. I'm even more confident now. Because uh, that performance, obviously, we just said, came out of nowhere. Maybe we are building up to this game. So, like, right, we actually need to step into gear here. So, let's mm. let's practice as if it's City. Uh, obviously, smash Atalanta 5-0. So, let's try and do that. On the weekend. I have a feeling. I have a feeling City might be a little bit more, you know, tactically sensible than uh, Atalanta, and no. not just leave the yeah, <laughs> entire flanks wide open for us. Nice if they did, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nah, see. but City have been in better form now, which is uh, slightly worrying, as they've done it just before our game, which is fantastic. Um, that partnership of Laporte and Diaz, if they play, it's going to be a lot harder than the Atalanta yeah. game, of course, and probably most of the games we've played already. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, apart from... Well, in the Champions League, it's a different story for them. They, they beat Olympiacos and Marseille quite comfortably recently, and, and Porto as well, put three past each of them. But 1-0 over over Sheffield United, 1-0 uh, draw with West Ham, 1-0 win over Arsenal as well. They're not scoring a lot of goals. Obviously, Sergio Aguero not being available is playing a big part of that as well. But... Mm. Um, does that give you does that give you more confidence this game? Well, they are playing better. They did play better in Sheffield United. Um, Jesus is back now, so they actually have a striker. And his goal last night was incredible. Um, I didn't see it, actually. Did you, oh, give it a watch mm. because yeah. And Fernand Torres looks in, like he's settling in. Sterling, De Bruyne. I'm just naming the whole team, but they are just you know <laughs> they are getting there. They are settling this season after no preseason. Um, so it's going to be harder than probably some people would suggest giving their start because they are starting to settle in now. Yeah, I mean that that sort of brings us on to who do you think will start for Liverpool in this game? Um, there's the big choice. Then last time out, it was it was Nat Phillips who wasn't registered for the Champions League squad because I think Liverpool thought that he was going to get a loan move away or a permanent move away, and when that didn't happen, he was left out of the, the final 25 or whatever it is. But he's still available for the Premier League. He played well last weekend. I mean, yeah. he was arguably man of the match in that game against uh, against West Ham. Um, or you've got the option of Reese Williams again. I mean, which one of those do you think is is going to start? Or you know, could we well, see? I assume more I assume Matip and Fabinho are not in contention. Or have you heard? Uh, I don't know. Like the last was that um, Fabinho was like he'd resumed training, but I don't think he was fit yet. Yeah, he's not so going to risk still it. Out of, Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, Nat Phillips against Man City, Christ. Um, <laughs> look, if he plays like he did against West Ham, then then sure. Let, we'll throw Nat Phillips in again because he deserves to play. Um, and it seems like we've got that 
weird thing where he plays Premier League and Reese Williams plays Champions League. So it will be Nat Phillips if Fabinho and Matip aren't in. But oh, just seeing him, oh, seeing him on the team sheet just, uh, against Man City. I mean, I've been thinking that for the last five games, to be honest. And either with Williams or Phipps and everything's gone fine so far. Obviously, this is a different level of test, but probably you would have said that about Atalanta as well. Um, would you be... In, I mean, there's part of me that would think that maybe it would be smarter to to drop either Genie or Hendo into that position if, if for example, Matip or, and Fabinho still aren't available. Oh, we said that last week and uh, <laughs> Klopp didn't listen to us. So, yeah, I mean, he never does, does he? Doesn't, he? I mean, I'm always, oh, come on, <laughs> Jürgen. Um, yeah, I, I, as I said last week, I still think Henderson would be a better option there, especially in this game where you actually need an experienced head, even though, you know, Nat Phillips was deserving of the Man of the Match award. Will he be able to do it two in a row against a much yeah. better side? I phew, don't know. And West Ham were quite um, sort of direct in their play, a lot of aerials and stuff. Yeah. Well, I they weren't playing Antonio. If Antonio plays, they'd give him a much better battle. Um, we don't know how that would have turned out. Yeah. Um, moving forward then again, Thiago, I'm not entirely sure what the situation is on him. I think we'll hear about that probably tomorrow, whenever Jürgen's uh, press conference is. But if we are assuming that everyone's fit, uh, are we saying then that we want Jota in attack instead of Bobby F. Definitely, definitely deserves to have a go. I thought I even thought Bobby when he came on last night didn't look great. Um, so he's got a it really. Was, it was already five 0 though. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but like that. Well, that even that probably makes it easier to score because like they've given up, and he just didn't really have yeah. an effect on the game. When Jota comes off the bench, he has an effect. When Jota starts, he has a massive effect. So, yeah, I'd play same front three as last night. And then midfield is just a lottery. Whoever's fit will get in there. It would be it will be interesting to see what effect uh, Jota's form does have on Firmino because he's been in that role pretty much unchallenged now for, what, like three years, pretty much, without anyone, you know, obviously there's been players like Sturridge or, or Origi who've always played sort of very, uh, very much like backup. Whereas if Jota's coming in and actually, you know, scoring goals and making a case to play, I don't know whether that's going to... Hopefully, you know, it'll spur Firmino on to, to sort of up his game and, and try and, you know, fight for that position to be his. But you you also worry that, you know, when somebody in that position... You see it a lot with goalkeepers when they get sort of uh, taken out that it can be a bit of a, a hit to their confidence. I'm just hoping that's not going to be the case with Firmino. No, I mean, he's, he won't be used to it, of course, because he, he probably went into this season thinking... I'm guaranteed start again, same as the last four years, and now he's he looks I'm sort the best of the defensive bench. forward in the league. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you see? Like, it was funny on Twitter. Even our own Liverpool fans were like, uh, "Our number nine doesn't need to score though." After Jota's <laughs> hat trick, because we're all yeah. so used to just being defensive, being like, "No, Firmino's the best in the world," um, but um, he doesn't. He doesn't kind of, deserve to start anymore. Unfortunately, I kind of like the idea of uh, of Jota going into the dressing room afterwards, everyone congratulating him, and then just Firmino going up to him, just going, "Hey, uh, quick word, you don't you don't need to do it's, that. It's not your job, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your job." <laughs> um, okay, again, away at the Etihad. I don't know how much of a difference it makes now talking about home and away anymore. Really, uh, City have actually probably been, you know, they've won one and, and lost one at home so far this season. So, uh, and Liverpool's away form has been. 
you know, again, one, one, drawn, one, lost one. So everything's all over the place a bit in this year. Uh, how important is it that we get something out of this game? I mean, if we're saying now what we're, we're five points ahead of uh, City, yeah. is it? Yeah, five game points. They've, they've got a game in hand. We're sitting at the top now. If we get a win here, is that really the sort of the statement win that maybe helps us um, pull a little bit clearer? Um, I see, you know, there's a couple of other sort of difficult games for some of the other chasing teams in the next couple of weeks. I'm not looking at like, anyone else. It's us and City, I think. Spurs will just be Spursy at some point, and Chelsea have Frank Lampard. So it's <laughs> us and City. Um, look, a win would be a massive statement, and probably, you know, that's league over. A draw. <laughs> a Did you draw. Not say, you said that about one game in. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, and we're top of the league, so, you know. It's true. Yeah. Thank you. A draw, a draw is not horrendous. I take a draw. A loss is bad but recoverable whereas in previous seasons a loss would be oh my god we've lost the league in my head but i'm very reactionary yeah i mean after this then it is it's leicester at home uh and then yeah champions league atlanta then back in the premier league uh brighton wolves fulham uh tottenham <sighs> palace do we have to play the fulham game <laughs> so pointless Imagine. just give us the three nil now yeah fulham and uh, Palace is the last one before Christmas then. So, you know, there's like a couple of tricky ones in there, but they're all very winnable games. Um, like the Tottenham game is at home, the Leicester game is at home, and the Wolves game is at home. So the, the most difficult games from those ones are the ones that you're playing at home. Again, whether that makes a difference anymore, who's to say? But that's still where you Seems to at Anfield, so for us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leicester just, worries yeah. me, though, because they're ungrateful. Yeah, and Spurs, Rogers, Flying high again. Uh, Great character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So I think that's well. All we got time for now is just is your predictions. Do you remember what we said? Oh, uh, what no, we said I don't. Week? I actually don't. I'm calling. convinced. I said. I'm convinced. I said two one for West Ham. But oh um, yeah, oh, so did I actually. Yeah, yeah. I said five yeah, nil uh, Atalanta as well. <laughs> I said. I said shot a hat trick. <laughs> Um, what what are you what are you saying then? Um, if we're gonna uh, do it's the last game before, well it's the last game before the international break as well so that I guess adds to the importance thing because you're either, either stewing on a on a defeat or a win or whatever for the next uh, couple of weeks there. Um, yeah, two, I think, and I'd be happy two with all. that. You take it. Um, I'm gonna be slightly more cautious. I think it probably will be a draw, but I'll say one one. Uh, so I don't think there's that many goals in City at the moment. Um, okay, so I think that is pretty much all we've got time for. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, please subscribe if you haven't already and you've enjoyed what you've heard. Drop us a review if you can, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, by the way, we have now got a Twitter page. It's at Pod. so we'll be tweeting out stuff on there and giving you all kinds of top content from me and Perds over the next... Uh, well, a few weeks. Uh, we'll be back next week to discuss the Man City game. Um, and, yeah, sort of trying to fill the time in the dreaded international oh, break. Another so one. Boring. It seems like they're coming every two weeks. It's such, such a bad time as well because the league's just hotting up. It's so annoying. I know. Anyway, we'll be there. To, yeah, nice little preview for that, you know, dead zone. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we will uh, see you next time. It's goodbye from me and say goodbye, Perds. Goodbye. We'll see you next time. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.